0: Second reading is the basis for today's message, a reading from Romans, the 10th chapter. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven For Scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe on whom, in him of whom they have never heard? Grace and peace to you
1: from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today's message is the epistle lesson from Romans chapter 10 that Pastor Arp read for us just a moment ago. And don't worry, the verse he left out is in the sermon. I'm glad you laughed. We are all, after all, only human. All right, so today as we begin... This theme, we need to note that we are still within our Made Right Sermon series, but today the theme is the right news. You know, it seems in a world with many organizations and even individuals that tell us that they are bringing us the latest news, it can sometimes be a challenge to discern just what is the right news. News. So what do I mean today when I use that term, right news? Well, simply put, the right news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what does the gospel of Jesus Christ say? Our righteousness before God is not based on the law, but on faith. This is the drum that Paul continues to beat throughout his entire letter to the Romans. It is something that never wavers. It is steadily repeated. Why does Paul keep on reminding us? Well, simply because we forget. Our sinful nature seems to enjoy introducing trouble into our lives as we mix together law and gospel and cover over the right news. We need to keep hearing the pure gospel because in our world of social media and 24-hour news cycles, the next story just often blots out the one we just heard. And as we put in our as-we-gather statement this morning, the news becomes noise. And it keeps us from hearing the gospel clearly. Therefore, the gospel must be constantly proclaimed to not only bring new brothers and sisters into the family, but to keep us in the family and to aid us in our life together. But why does the gospel matter? Well, it matters because it is the truth. You may remember Pontius Pilate's question, what is truth, as he asks of Jesus? The truth is brought to light. The life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He alone is the bringer of your salvation. It is the good news of his life, death, and resurrection, which is the gospel of which we speak. And it is the reason why Paul personifies personifies righteousness in verses 6 through 8 in our lesson today. He is trying to help you realize what the world is telling you. The righteousness of the world will tell you that you can perform good works enough to earn heaven. And Paul says that's the same as saying as you can ascend to heaven and bring Jesus down. That's the righteousness of the world. The righteousness of faith will never say that to you. The righteousness of the world will tell you that you can perform enough good works to earn your resurrection. Well, that's the same thing Paul says as saying that you can descend to the abyss to raise Christ from the dead. The righteousness of faith will never say that to you. But the gospel, that is, the righteousness based on faith, will always say that Jesus did this all for you because you cannot. Period. When it comes to your salvation, the righteousness based on faith is the only voice that removes the demand of the law and replaces it with Christ, the Lamb of God who is sacrificed for the sins of the world, the one who is raised from the grave. For Paul writes, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Anything else that claims a way to the Father in heaven that includes something more than God's grace alone through faith alone is a lie of the enemy who is just trying to rob you of your life everlasting. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ in the work of the Holy Spirit that brings faith. And when you realize this, then maybe, just maybe, you will realize that the work for your salvation is no work at all. For the call of faith is a call to stop the work of rejecting Jesus. Does that mean we are to do no work? Well, by no means, for the righteousness based on faith declares that God's word and faith is already in your mouth and on your heart. Which means that you are now prepared to proclaim the true message of salvation in Jesus Christ. He not only gives us life everlasting, he gives us what we need to promulgate the right news of Jesus. So that more will be added to the kingdom. So how do we recognize the gospel when we hear it? Well, it's fairly easy because it stands out like nothing else. It is wholly and completely different from everything the world has to say about righteousness. The world's way to salvation and life everlasting is works righteousness. That is, creating our own righteousness before God by our own good works. Every other faith tradition on this planet besides Christianity tries to create their righteousness before God by works. But the gospel, the gospel that we speak, that we proclaim, tells us that we are saved by grace through faith alone, not by our works, as Scripture says. In fact, the writer of Hebrews tells us that we cannot accomplish a good work to please God without faith. So if you're planning on doing good works to earn your way to heaven, it isn't going to work. For without faith, the Lord will never be pleased. So how do we hold on to the gospel so we don't lose it in the noise of the news of our world? Well, firstly, we should do it. We did at the beginning of the service. We should Repent. Theologian has said the human heart is an idol-making factory. You've heard it from this pulpit a few times, I'm sure. Which means that we need to daily repent not only of our sins, but also of our idols. Secondly, we need to continually hear the gospel. After all, faith comes by hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. So continue to come to worship. Hear the word proclaimed. All the Bible studies are starting up this week. Come to Bible study and hear the Word of God proclaimed. Read Scripture yourself out loud. Not only will you hear it and it will help you retain it, others around you will hear it as well. That's a very good thing. Now you may ask, what are we to do with the Gospel once we know it and believe? Well, Paul tells us to believe and confess. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Now that verse can cause us a little bit of consternation, us with Western ears. So the first thing we need to understand here is that the biblical understanding of the heart is that the heart is the functional center of the being. Our Western ears tend to think that the brain is the heart or the center of our being. But in the biblical world, it is the heart that is the control center. When the heart believes, true confession will follow by necessity. Therefore, in verses 9 and 10, when Paul says this, he is revealing that justification and salvation are simply inseparable. If you believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And by doing so, you will recognize the peace that comes with the gospel. For scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. Shame is a real thing, isn't it? We are sometimes haunted by our past. And Satan uses shame to tell us that we might be forgiven, but we're still pretty despicable people. And yes, it is true, we are still sinners. But we have learned thus far in our Made Right sermon series that we have the right Spirit, the Holy Spirit that brings faith to believe and be saved. We have the right promise delivered in Jesus Christ. Jesus is our right Deliverer that has given us a right relationship with the Father so that we can bear the right fruit, the right news of our salvation and our future, which is another right promise regarding our right restoration, the restoration to come. Folks, Satan is a liar. Did you hear what Paul wrote in that verse? The first two words, Scripture says... He quotes the Psalms in Isaiah. Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. By faith, you can rightly acknowledge and repent of your shortcomings, even the ones you didn't even know you did. And then you can be at peace. Why? Why? Because Scripture says if we confess our sins, God who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Ah, sweet relief. Look, the world already has a steady diet of wrong news. Things like there is no God and there is no need for salvation. Really? Have you looked at the complexity and order of creation and believed that it came about by chance? Did you hear God's reply to Job in the Old Testament lesson today? Where were you when I set the foundations of the earth? Have you not read or heard the news? Evil is running rampant. Our world and our culture is trying to pervert everything that you know in your heart that is the good design of our Creator. Scripture says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All of us need to be saved by another. We cannot do it by ourselves. The wrong news says that salvation can be achieved by your good works, but Scripture says the righteous shall live by faith. The wrong news says that Christian churches are filled with corrupt hierarchies and hypocritical members. Of course they are! They're all sinners! Why would you not expect to find corruption in hypocritical people? Do you not know And this isn't Scripture. But Martin Luther once said, Jesus died for sinners, so you better be one of them. And yes, you should laugh. You see, the wrong news says that you should do what feels right for you in the moment. But Scripture says, are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who have died to sin still live in it? If you live according to the flesh, you will die. To live according to the flesh is to reject Jesus and his right news. The wrong news says that God's word is out of date and irrelevant. Do what the culture tells you to do is right. But as we have all seen just in the last few years, the culture is just apt to change. But God says, Scripture says, I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you O children of Jacob are not consumed. The Lord's mercies are new every morning. The wrong news says that if you ain't feeling it, it isn't real. But it doesn't matter what you're feeling. What matters is what God's word says for God's word is truth. As Jesus prayed on the night he was betrayed, we cling to God's word in what he says rather than what we feel because our feelings, they're going to change. The wrong news says you still have to do that little bit of work for your justification. But scripture says, for by grace you've been saved through faith and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. The only work you have to do is stop doing the work of rejecting Jesus and the faith that he provides. The wrong news says that God is your personal genie. He will grant your every wish. (laughs) But Jesus said, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation." But take heart, I have overcome the world. To combat this steady stream of wrong news, we need to bring the right news, the gospel of Jesus Christ to our neighbor with love. Let your proclamation of God's good and right news drip with the love of Jesus, and then trust that the Lord will use the words that he gives you to penetrate hearts of stone and bring faith and understanding where there once was none. Confess with your lips what you already know in your heart to be true and let God do his work. God's goal is the enlargement of the kingdom. He wants us to have more brothers and sisters You are witnesses of his victory over sin, death, and the devil, and are now a herald sent to declare his victory. You are sent to your homes and your places of work, your schools and your neighborhoods to carry the gospel with you, to declare the gospel in word and action. But never, never forget that faith comes by hearing. let your family and your coworkers and your friends hear the gospel we give thanks that it is the holy spirit who is at work in the word creating and sustaining faith in us so that we might now confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts and be saved Thanks be to God for his right news that we have heard, believed, and will now shortly confess the right news that we get to share so that his kingdom grows. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now the peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.